Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey friends, we are super excited to bring you another profit report today. You guys know that we love sharing behind the scenes data about what worked, what didn't work, and how everything kind of got split up within May of this year how bananas is that? So you'll get a little peek behind the curtain as to a little bit of comparison from last year to this year, which I think is super fun to do. And we ask you some hard questions about some things for you to consider in your own business. But maybe a little bit before we dive in, I want to ask you a question. Are you joining our podcast party? Because if you haven't yet, now is the time. You guys, it's super easy to be a part of it. All you have to do is make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You're going to take a screenshot of the show and you're going to share it over on social. But make sure you leave that rating and review because that's super important. Once you share it on social, if you tag us, you will be entered to win our monthly contest. So we're going to do this now until I don't know when, but at least for a while. Okay. (laughs) What could you win, Emily? You get to choose your prize. You get an option between a free copy of Trello for Business or one month free to the Creative Template Shop. So you get to pick. So whichever one you've had your eyeballs on for a while, if you are a winner for that month's giveaway, then you get to choose which prize you win. Now, the only way for you to be eligible to win is for you to tag us on Instagram stories so we actually see it. Take a picture of that rating and review as you're listening to the podcast so we know that you did it and tag us over on stories and we'll see it. And not only are we going to share you on our platform, but we're also going to enter you to win that giveaway. And so we'll be announcing those once a month. So go hang out, go join our podcast party. All of that work, it's going to take you like less than a minute to do. And it's super, super beneficial for our show to keep bringing you good quality content. So thanks so much. I feel like the months just keep going faster and faster. And we just wrapped up May and now we're halfway through June and I'm just talking about May, but like, I don't feel like that's possible. It feels like the very beginning of June to me. Yeah. And I... I know y'all can relate that this whole year has been 
weird. <laughs> and, and there's no real other way to describe it when running a business. And I feel like at this time, we would normally be doing things a little bit different. Launches would have been a little bit different. How we would promote things would be different. And I don't feel like we're totally in our summer routine because our whole spring was not normal, but it feels like a really hot spring. (laughs) Yeah. And we were, I don't know if I ever talked about this on the podcast, but our family had decided really early on this year that maybe we were going to do like half day school or half week schools in the summer and like have Penny home for a lot of the summer do some homeschooling, do some homeschool co-ops hang out more. We like to just like have a little bit easier summer and then everything shut down. And while stuff is opening up back here in Missouri and in Kansas, not everything still, the zoo is by appointment only and you can't go with a big group of people. No water parks or public pools are opening this year at all. And we were about to get a pool pass. The art museum still isn't open. So like stuff that I would take Penny to while I could also like have a breather or have Wi-Fi or whatever aren't a thing. And I don't know when they are going to be. And so we just had to fill out summer registration forms, which also feels weird because it's the middle of June. And B was like, are we doing full days again? Are we like having her home? I'm like, there's nothing open. I can't have her here. if She's just going to be here. So she's at school full time for the whole summer, which kind of a bummer because not how I pictured our summer being. I wanted to be at the pool like three days a week, but our inflatable pool will have to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I feel like we have started to sort of hit maybe a touch of a routine again. Maybe. Maybe for now, for this week. (laughs) I don't know. May. Okay. So May, let's talk about profit. In terms of what actually went down, nothing really went as planned. And so we don't necessarily need to get into all of that, but... (laughs) We just didn't know what to expect. And literally, we were taking every promotion, every mention, every social media post, all of it was like day by day, hour by hour. What are we doing? I'm not sure. This is just a testament to having spent so much time really kind of switching our focus. So I've been thinking about this for a while and that as much as we like really spent the majority of our business at the beginning running on instinct and making decisions based on what we thought and what we knew, I think we hit a point somewhere maybe maybe two years ago where we convinced ourselves that we didn't have the knowledge to grow or scale our company past this point. We started leaning on other people, coaches, education, courses, all these other things, looking for outside validation. The leaning on is not the bad part or the bad thing. And I don't think we realized the mistake we were doing. This was all Mm -hmm. on us until literally this year, I think, in my opinion. Maybe even a couple months ago. Literally. Using other people's advice as a crutch and like waiting for their permission to make a decision in our business instead of us like relying on, we got ourselves here. Why can't we use our brain and instincts to move forward instead of waiting for this weird permission. Yeah. So that being said, I think because of that, we started to build a business modeled on the way other people had scaled past that half a million onto a million. Like, what does Uh that look like? We were looking at what they were doing. The more we did that, I felt like the further away we got from where we really wanted to go. Well, and not only with goals, but like how we were feeling in our business. 
Yeah. And it wasn't so much the running the business part. It was literally, I just don't know how to describe it. Like things were out of alignment. Yes, things started right. to feel harder. Things started to feel more uncomfortable. Yeah. But I didn't not in a good uncomfortable where we were like. No, broke. it wasn't like being pushed for growth. No, not yeah. at all. Um, it was a stressful, uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I feel like this year I really leaned into, and it hasn't been a season of not investing, but it's been a right. season of more intentionally focusing on things for me, at least around mindset, because at uh -huh. this point I know that if I got myself here, I can get myself wherever I want to go. Okay. I'm capable of running this business. I'm capable of being a leader. I'm capable of managing our team. But if I want to continue to see the business grow, I have to work on myself and my personal confidence and my personal, all the things. And I would say the last couple of months have been a test of how confident am I in the way we've been building our business and the way we've been making decisions? You know, for a long time, we lived in this launch model where we would see surges of income and then our income would drop super dramatically the following couple of months until we did some other big launch example, Like back in the days of like what a launch month would look like and then the next month after that. Truly... An example could be as dramatic as over a hundred thousand in one month to as little as fifteen thousand the next. Okay. But then we would do that a couple of times and then we for whatever reason weren't replicating the same big launches and we couldn't figure out why. Mm -hmm. And that's like a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But yeah. I do think one of the things that I have started to embrace rather than push away from, because I think for a while we pushed it away because it wasn't what we were seeing other people do. I feel mm -hmm. like other people are starting to get on this train now, but mm -hmm. at the time being so focused on payment plans and reoccurring revenue mm -hmm. and like building a base, maybe they were doing it. And I was just blinded by like all the glittery glam of sexy launches. launches yeah. And still to this day, like if we were still having, because we stopped because the results weren't working for us, but also it started to feel out of alignment. So there's multiple reasons why you can pivot what you're doing in your business. But the high that comes from a successful launch, it, it, and I remember success doesn't really matter for your numbers. It's, it's reaching whatever goal that you had set early, early on. We would have a 3K launch or a 5K launch or 30K launch or whatever. And all of that felt good at that time too, because it was whatever was big for that moment in our business. But that truly, that feeling is unlike any other, but the crash from it is also unlike any other. Uh, it, I don't know. It's not how I wanted to build my business. And there's something that someone said recently. I wish I remember who said it on what podcast or book or course <laughs> or whatever. I have no idea where I heard it because I would give credit if I could. They said, and I couldn't agree more, the thing you should focus on selling should be the thing that comes the easiest to you. Was that us who said that? Because I feel like we say that when we do, when we talk about MVPs with our students. I know, but like, I maybe needed to hear it from like another perspective. So I, I think we say this to people when they're starting, do the thing that's the easiest for you to do right now in the moment, all the things. We're talking about the MVP, right? 
I think somehow I convinced myself that as you grow, you should like push yourself to do things that are more out of your comfort zone. You know what feels the sexiest and the best, the most in alignment for me. And I have the most confidence around and I could literally talk about all day, every day and not get bored. The shop. (laughs) You guys, marketing and design is my background. I literally went to school to teach people or to teach myself so that I could help other people market their business better. I spent years in corporate building billion dollar companies. And then I stopped teaching freaking marketing. Like I was teaching all the, I was literally avoiding my secret sauce. I was teaching all the other aspects of running a business, but not focusing on the thing I actually know how to do best, which is marketing. Because I think for a while we had convinced ourselves that the only way that we could do that was to have clients. And since we didn't want clients anymore, then it was just like, oh, then that's not an option. Right. It was the getting creative on how to deliver it, if that makes sense. I think that's what really held us back from it because for Mm -hmm. a long time, I legitimately thought I could only do it one-on-one. Although We did get a comment on one of our ads. I haven't told you this. Uh-oh. Someone loved the shop, but then they said, can I hire you to just do it for me? <laughs> and no, baby, that's why the shop is there. <laughs> and I was like, no, but I'm happy to recommend you one you of the people that have our commercial lines. What if we gather up like a higher resource page and feature shop members who are designers and do it for clients. Cause y'all can have a commercial license for the shop. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I just got an idea. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm going to, I need a post-it note. I'm going to jot it down. It's a good idea. You guys, it's a good idea. Here's the deal. You can do so many things. And I think so often we get We tell ourselves the only way to deliver it is the 1.0 version of how you think it has to be done to be in alignment with what you're actually good at and all this stuff. I just feel like for the first time we've come full circle. It feels so good. And I just want to keep doing it. And I can't, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Y'all, the shop, I'm telling you now because it will, it has proved to be true, but it will continue to be true. The shop will be the fastest growing thing we've ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it already is, but it will continue to be. When we is this will- episode airing? Because I was just going to talk about what's either about to come or just dropped. I mean, I think next week because we're so, we have we're not so recorded. Very much. Okay, well, y'all hold on to your panties for July's drop because it is going to be literally the biggest drop we've ever done. It is so good. It is so beefy, and it's going to help you do. The majority of you are saying that you're stuck on and you are scared to do and you're overwhelmed at it and we're going to help you actually do it. And there's a live feature to this drop also. So like, how many more teases can I get? It's good. It's good, you guys. Mm-hmm. So like, how does that translate to sales? Okay. Cause I mean, I know y'all are nosy. That's mm-hmm. why you listen to these things. You just want the goods. I can't say I'm surprised because I saw this coming, (laughs) but our signature program and the shop now take up equal amounts of our business. Let me say that again. The thing we launched five months ago now makes as much money as our signature program. 
that, that we've we been working on years ago that we've been working on and growing and focusing on the funnel three years or two years was it 17 or 18 no it had to be 17 because it was yeah yeah it was so, oh my gosh three, three years. years and it's like three years to the month it was a june baby Okay, so just for me to say it again, because I just don't think you realize we've done a membership before. Well, if you if you could call it that. <laughs> well, we've done two, but like, let's just take the most recent version. The amount of members we have currently in five months is nearly double the amount of members we had in two years, three years? Two. Two years double same price in five months for the same price <laughs> what are you saying my people okay so in terms of percentage strategy academy is a third of our business at 33 percent. the shop including our one-off templates which i have a lot to say about they've been their own sort of like mystical unicorn i'm still confused <laughs> i'm still enamored i still love it all the things. But if you were to add that with a regular membership, it's also taking up a third of our business. I anticipate in the Are next... Are swap next month, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think in June, it will be... The shop will be the, the, the new majority. I would say by the end of this quarter, it will be over 50% of our income. End of and this by, quarter? Yeah. Which is the end of this month. No. January, February, March. So April, June yeah. started. July starts. July third. starts a new quarter. Excuse me. So <laughs> by the end, by the end of Q three. Okay. I anticipate it will be more than fifty percent of our overall business. Gotcha. And the other things are still here. Like it's not because we're getting rid of the other things. It's no, because it's outperforming the other things. We actually met our goals for our signature product this week. And so like it's still trucking along and the shop is growing, growing. a lot. <laughs> so Trello, which I know how many every time can we <laughs> have in our one business? But Trello for Business still brings in 19% of our revenue, despite the fact that we are growing. Our business is growing. We are not stalegate over here. Say stalegate? Yeah. Is that I a feel word? like that? Yeah. I'm not sure I used you it just correctly. Falling and stagnant in the same word? No, it's a word. Stalegate? Look it up. I got to Google it. <laughs> I might have not used it correctly. Anyway, I'm trying to be all fancy over here. But if I could give S T A L E G A T E, I don't know if it's hyphenated, it might be. It's not a word. <laughs> it's not a word. Hyphenated really? one word or two words. It's not a word. Stalegate? No. Stale really? is a word. Gate is a word. Stalegate is not a word. Whatever. I just Define. want to know what you're trying to say. Define tailgate. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Well. What I meant is that we are not stalling out. We are not. We're not. Stop it. We are not. We're not hitting a plateau right now. We are pushing through. Y'all, I get it. There's a lot going on in May. Mm -hmm. A lot. You know, we still have to pay our team. We still have to do all the things. And so, you know, that's still hard because if, if I could have afforded to, I wanted to give as much honor and space to everything going on in the world as I could. 
it was just a hard thing all around to try to figure out and navigate when to sell and when to focus on. Well, and I think, but to your point, like we did pause and like, this isn't the episode for all of that discussion necessarily. We've built a foundation in order to, when things are chaotic in the world, if we need to take a step back, if we need to reevaluate, if we need to amplify, if we need to insert whatever situation here, we now feel immense comfort. And that is so amazing to have to do that. And to not fear every single day of like, okay, well, if we don't, because this was our reality, not that long ago. If we do not have this launch, we cannot cancel it. If we don't have it and it doesn't meet these goals, we're losing money. And so I am so grateful and so thankful that especially this year, we didn't have a business that relied on a launch happening at a very specific time or we wouldn't make money. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more 
Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. As much as we're in growth mode, I still think we're stabilizing from last year was we haven't really got into it as much as I think we should. It still hurts. Okay. It's still a lot to process. Nonetheless, I'll get to some insights from this year compared to last year, but to quickly go over every, our like main expenses, these things have really stabilized any sort of adjustment to the percentage is really just because our income is different, not because the dollars have changed. But our cost of goods sold is sitting right at 33%. Our goal is 30. We're really on target there. Advertising is 29%. That's been lower. That's been higher. That's been way higher before. (laughs) As of right now, really comfortable with that. Contractors is 24%. And payroll is sitting at 10 I do want to quickly reflect because I know I mentioned that like running a business in alignment is important. Running a business focused on your values, what feels good, what is going easy for you is so important. But I want to actually show you why. This was our reality this time last year. Okay. I'm not going to get into dollars because it doesn't matter. It but I just want to, this time last year, in the first five months, and I realize it's kind of weird to do a five-month recap, but May was Here a very <laughs> May was a significant month for us last year. A significant, not good one. Let's just not put it that one. Okay. But this time last year, if you added up all the dollars and cents we had spent on advertising, we had spent more than two times what we have this year so far. If you look at all the dollars and cents we had spent on our team contractors. And at the time we had a fresh employee, we spent last year 60% more on our team. We also, like we said and mentioned, had been investing in a lot of different places, trying to look for answers, trying to look for validation, trying to know what to do next. And we told what to do next. Yes. To be honest. Trying to get someone else to take the CEO seat mm-hmm. and sit back and do the work. So we had spent 80% more last year than this year on courses and education. And I would love to tell you that that meant <laughs> that we got better results last year. Because we had spent all this money. Mm-hmm. All of this money. Ramp up the ads. Hire this person. Hire another team member. Guys, we made every mistake in the freaking book. Every single one, (laughs) every single one. And we had 287% less profit this time last year. So that means if you took the profit we have for the first five months and you multiply it times 2.87, just in case you need help with percentages, because I know it gets weird when it's over 100. (laughs) 
Give us a hypothetical in like a thousand dollars so we I can wrap my head around what is that actually? Okay, so if we're just talking a thousand dollars in profit over five months is not very much, but well, yeah, for we're this, just, I just want numbers for the sake mm-hmm. of understanding. It would be one thousand versus. 2,870. So almost three times as much profit this year. Okay. Recap. We spent 2X on ads, 60% more on team, 80% more on courses and education and made nearly three times less. Less. The other direction. (laughs) Less profit. I mean, I just... So when we tell you we have... Burnt the system down to the ground, started <laughs> over, got scrappy. We mean it. Made some hard decisions, cut some things. And a lot of it, it was like, unfortunately, especially with the team, like these are people I really enjoyed, but we couldn't afford it. Mm-mm. We couldn't afford it. We will remain slim. <laughs> we will focus on profit. We will worry far less about our revenue. Our revenue is sexy. It's it's always going to be sexy, you guys. But you know what's way more sexy? Having money left over. Because mm-hmm. you know what you can do with that money? Pay yourself what? more money. <laughs> Buy yourself what? a new computer. Treat your team. Hire that person that you wanted to do. Redo your office. Like You can do fun things with that. <sighs> you guys, there's a lot going on there's a lot to focus on. There's a lot to know how to navigate. I don't claim to know any of the answers, but what I can tell you is that if you focus your energy on the things that just naturally come the easiest to you and you sell them and not just give them away for free, you actually sell them, your business will not only feel more in alignment, but you will make more money. Yeah. I think that there's a misconception that I think people have confused getting uncomfortable in business when you're growing and business being hard in a season or business being hard because you're literally doing the wrong things. And I think we've like mixed all of this up to where like, I mean, we got to a point where it was, okay, we say we want these goals. This is how stressed out it makes us. This is now what we're constantly worried about. This is the all the fun that's not here anymore. But if that this is what we have to do to reach the goals that we say that we want to reach, then I, I guess that's the sacrifice. And it doesn't have to be that way. It truly doesn't. And to me, I know sometimes it's hard to see this or believe this. And depending on the season that you're in, there is no goal, no goal that is worth it to me anymore to sacrifice my free time, my mental headspace, my stress levels, my in, my good vibe energies into my business and my team and my strategies and things that I'm doing. None of that is worth going after literally any goal. I wouldn't have said that two years ago. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. How did that actually translate? This month with everything going on, we hit 17% profit. And that 17% feels great. And is it our goal? No. But like, if you look at the average, which the average is way more important, honestly, than what it is in any sort of snapshot, like, what are you looking at over time? And if you look at the whole first five months of the year, we're averaging, I think it was 27% profit every single month. That's the average. 
And this month was a little lower. We've had months as low as 5% this year and had months that were over 50%. It's not a total linear evolution. We don't just go up all the time. That's not how it always is. I think I started expecting that to happen. Right. I think I was for a while. (laughs) But what is happening is that base is getting bigger. Is the business always up over time? No. But especially as we scale the shop, that monthly reoccurring revenue continues to scale. Strategy Academy is definitely still scaling, but it has never hit the pace the shop has hit. Right. And that's fine. Right. We're okay with it. At this point, I think we fought it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And there are so many things we could do to tweak it, tweak the funnel, tweak the offer, tweak the course itself. We could go down that rabbit hole. But instead of spending the time and energy on that, because I still fully believe in the program, oh, I think yeah. well, the it, we're still people coming in who are crushing it. Yeah. It's amazing. But what we can do and what I think is so helpful is We can build the shop to help create tiny wins, to help people make these things happen that have been on their plate a long time. I've had people reach out and say, you know, I've been avoiding putting this proposal together for months. I'm afraid to start because I just didn't know how I didn't know how to put it together. And this solved a problem. And now I'm able to sell. Now I'm able to launch. And then once that sort of taken care of itself, once they have the tools, then when people go into Strategy Academy, they skyrocket because now they have the strategy to implement those tools and templates with even more intentionality. And the people I've seen that are utilizing both, it's so incredible to watch. Mm -hmm. It's so fun to see like the little light bulbs go off of like, oh, I could do this and I could try that. And I'm excited to do, implement this. And because I think what happened for a long time, and I love that we helped solve this problem, but in SA for our coaching, we help our, I almost call it, I mean, our kids, we help our kids brainstorm like, okay, here's your marketing problem, or here's your launch problem, or here's your scaling problem, or whatever it is. And we brainstorm like, okay, try this, tweak this, say this on social, start talking about this. Well, they feel armed with like, okay, here's the new direction I can go, but they were feeling really lost in the, okay, but now I have to figure out how to literally make these graphics or what am I going to say over here? How am I going to talk to my clients over here? Now we can literally be like, here's your strategy and then use this template to implement that strategy. It's, It's truly seamless and it's so, so fun. It is so fun. I just encourage you guys, like if you haven't taken an inventory recently, I want you to look at what you're offering. I'm not saying you need to scrap it all and start over. I'm not saying you need to rebuild your business from the ground up like we have. I feel like the phoenix that keeps burning, sprouting again. How do, what, what happens to Harry Potter? Does he, he, he rose from the ashes? Well, I know. But like, is there like, did, did he apparate from the ashes? I don't know. No, anyway, no. It's like his ashes twirled in the air and formed a new phoenix. Okay. Well, I feel like that's happened way too many times. times. (laughs) I'd like to just stay the bird that flies and like makes all the things happen. Okay. Anyway, I would like for you to do an inventory. I want you to look at what you're currently offering. And I want you to ask yourself, does this come easy to me? And this is usually a yes or no. I mean, yes, there's gray area to it, but 
If your gut reaction is, well, then it's probably a no. Okay. And then I want you to ask yourself, is this something that lights me up? Is this something that I get excited about? Is this something I can't shut up about? If you don't say yes to both of those things, then I think maybe it's time that you, you know, reevaluate. What do you actually want? What mm-hmm. do you want to be putting out there? What feels good? Because I mean, people could tell you all day long, you need a course, you need a this, you need a membership, you need to put this service out there, you need to build an agency, you need to, I, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You guys, you could literally sell, okay, I have to tell you a side story about this girl who started selling her stinky tennis shoes to men with foot fetishes. No, stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> stop so, it right now. You can literally sell anything, okay? So I'm not going to judge you. There's like what whole you- Reddit threads on pictures of people's feet. Oh, it's a whole thing. I mm-hmm. listened to a very interesting podcast episode about selling pictures of your feet on the internet. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. I, I just, yeah, I bet I can make a lot of money. I was, I bet you could. I don't think that's where you should go with it. <laughs> <laughs> not my point. My point <laughs> is, is that an alignment for you, Emily? <laughs> Just a little foot snap. A little foot snap. No other identifying factors. Just my foot, right? <laughs> Do you have any tattoos? I don't know. Anyway. Not on my feet. Not on your feet. <laughs> anyway. I can stick my foot like in a plant and take a picture. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. How much do you think that would run for? Well, they're saying it's based on how many toes are showing. And so... <laughs> That the average is apparently $10 a picture of your feet, like $1 a toe. $1 a toe? Damn but, like, but like her shoes were running like $200 for like stinky shoes. Anyway, like I said. Can we have an episode that just dissects this, please? Because <laughs> I'm going to be a, a moonlight foot model, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty crazy world out there. Okay. Anyway, we're literally, we, the point I am trying to actually make is that there is really no limitation to what you sell or how you sell it. What I care more about is does it feel good and does it come easily to you? Because if it does, then those are the things that you can more pour more time and attention into and they will see growth. But if you're constantly like pushing yourself to do something that doesn't feel totally right, and it could feel not totally right for a zillion and one reason. Right. It could not feel totally right because it takes time away from your family. It right. could not feel right because of the price. It could not feel right because of what you're teaching. It could not feel right because of how you're packaging it. It literally doesn't matter. That's not yeah. the point. What matters is when it does, that's when things can take off. That's when they can explode. That's when you can, when nothing is holding you back, then your potential is limitless. But if there's all these little things in the back of your head, like lurking, mm-hmm. well, if I do this, the next way Z happens, and I really don't want that, and da, 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 then you self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. I wish I was speaking be- from like, you know, someone else's story. No. Okay. <laughs> I, 
I have self-sabotaged. I have sold things that didn't feel right. I have marketed something in a way that wasn't totally in alignment. When something's not in alignment, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad either. It just, it might be perfect for someone else, but if it's not for you, then it's not. Yeah. Anyway, I could be on a whole soapbox about this, but for episode 444, I felt like it was important that we reflect a bit and talk about how to get back in that groove. And just you wait, baby cakes. The shop is going to be massive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Y'all next month is going to blow your mind. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.